0: it's the morgan you know comedy movie draft there's so many ways you can read something that's funny what are you watching a movie for if you got to read it who will win cowboy derek
1: crazy characters such
0: as you guys rachel
2: but just like you i feel like that's something i quote consistently
0: rod i'm in the trenches taking grenades john old man chris i mean you're supposed
1: to be a movie guy jimmy
2: personal shots here come on that's why it's my wild card. The Morganio you know Podcast, available on all podcast providers. Welcome to the Yeah We Know Podcast, part of the Morganio's Podcasting Network. You're in the ring with Jimmy, Chris, and Rod. Chris,
1: you're old. I need an old man take. So I know it's been a long time since I've I've, I've got back into the wrestling game, and it was a long time ago that I watched. But one of the things I used to love. And maybe this goes back to WCW more than WWE, but like the chaos at the end of Monday Nitro or Monday Night Raw, where you have eight, ten guys in the ring at once just going crazy, all beating the crap out of each other. I got it again on Monday night. We had eight guys, crazy brawl, all out, all over the ring, inside and out. It was fabulous. It reminded me of the old days.
2: Well, I will tell you, if you like uh, if you like that, you're going to love the next few months because that's all that happens, though. That's my thing, Chris. No matter what, you know when the interference is coming. You can even see, oh, someone's coming down right now because this isn't going to end right. It gets old quickly, very, very quickly. Rod,
0: give me a hot take, bud. All right, I'm going to go away from the schmaz at the end of matches because we could literally get sidetracked for days talking about schmas at the end of matches, but I want to give some respect to Dolph Ziggler, all right? Mm. 1,554 matches as a WWE employee and unceremoniously cut on the same day as Mansoor and Massey and Rick Boogs. <laughs> and Emma, and so many other people that ultimately don't really matter, and I get that Ziggler's at a different stage in his career now, where he is enhancement talent, he is low-level mid-card, all the above, but this is a former WWE champion, this is a multiple-time tag champion, this is an intercontinental champion, and I hope, that he gets a little, you know, a, a couple week run where he's back and we give him some flour or something because Dolph Ziggler deserved better than being cut at the same time as Mansour and Massey. So you would have rather had him cut just by himself on a day like Dolph Ziggler cut down day? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, if you're going to get rid of him, fine. But, like, you just give the guy a little bit more respect than some of the people that, like, you just cut loose that, like, we never even saw on TV, right? Like, Dolph Ziggler name is attached to some people we never saw on TV and barely saw in NXT. I just, I don't know, Jimmy. I felt like the guy who's given that much to the WWE and has one of the bigger cash-in pops in the history of cash-in pops deserved a little more than that. But it's ultimately a cold business, and you tell me that all the time. Hey, Chris King, why don't you give Rod
2: your thoughts on Dolph Ziggler and let's just start the fight now.
1: Okay, because I've never seen him wrestle, so it's not that big of a deal to me. I literally have not seen him on TV since I started watching again. I have no basis to see that he was as good or worse than Ezekiel or Elias. So to me, it's not even that big of a deal.
0: Okay, wait a minute. Let me start here. Chris, you're an old man, okay? I find it odd that you haven't been tossed out of a job yet with your old carcass and just been run on for somebody younger who's up and coming behind you. But basically what you just did right here is you made it fine for somebody to do that to you at one point. Because all you just did to Dolph Ziggler here was say, well, he doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know anything about him. So all the stuff that he already did that doesn't mean anything to me, that doesn't count. I don't think we want to live in a world where that's where we are. Come on. Come on, Chris.
1: Listen, you have said it multiple times on this podcast and other podcasts on this network. What have you done for me lately? What has Ziggler done lately? I mean, I haven't seen him on TV. He's not an important character in my world since I've been watching. So tell me why all of a sudden I should care about somebody I have no reference for, never seen wrestle or anything else like that. This is not affecting us newer fans. It only seems to be bugging you old heads.
2: I'm sorry. You just called someone an old head. The man with the oldest head in the room is like, nah, you guys are old. Um, turn your hearing aids up here, Chris, because I'm going to give you a little lesson. Uh, listen, Dolph Ziggler is somebody that you can put in the ring and at any time can have a four star, five star match. We talked about that you know, a couple of weeks ago, right? He can be the best wrestler in the ring at any time, no matter who's in the ring with him. He can elevate people, which is very important in this business. He can maintain the status quo, meaning he can go against a Seth Rollins and everyone knows Seth Rollins is going to win, but it's going to be a heck of an entertaining match, right? He is very, very important. They have not used him, as you said, to your credit. At all, really. He got beat by Goldberg a while ago. Um, He... I can't even remember, you know, the last time that he's been in. And it just shows that you need to have these people out. You need to have them work. Mustafa Ali also, you know, not in the same class, but someone who is a good wrestler, good worker, who was in the middle of a storyline, by the way, and they just said, no, you're gone. He won a number one contenders match, by the way. Yeah, gone. Don't like it.
0: Yeah, see, I just... (sighs) I understand a little bit of what Chris is saying here, right? I do get it. We are in a business where we get a little too attached to nostalgia at times, right? We've had the discussions about what do we want to see from The Rock when he comes back. We have John Cena currently working a nostalgia storyline at the moment. We got mixed results during the Trish Stratus nostalgia run back against Becky Lynch. But so I get what Chris is saying that we need to make sure we always move forward. But at the same time, Respect needs to be shown to those who helped pave the way. And Jimmy is absolutely right that Dolph Ziggler wrestled a bunch of matches for Vince McMahon and the WWE Corporation during a time when they needed bodies to wrestle matches. And Dolph came out and did it very well. And good on you, Dolph. I hope you get another little run in the WWE here soon.
1: Okay, let me ask you this. Rod brought up the idea of someone could do this to me in a job. What kind of job am I going to keep if I'm not showing up and working at all? I mean, if he's not on TV, if, if if he's not putting in the work, why should I keep him on my payroll if he's not getting me anything in return? If I'm not earning anything from his skill that obviously you guys say he has, it's not being utilized, why should I keep him on the roster? Why should I keep paying him if I'm not using him at all?
2: Isn't that your fault, though, too, Chris, because you're not using him? It's not that he doesn't want to work. He, he comes whenever they say. It's like, oh, we don't have anything for you. You don't have to come today. Or even worse, he'll come, you know, three, four weeks in a row and sit in catering and not do anything. Again, not his fault. It's just you don't have the, the writers, you know, of the 50 writers you have that make up a storyline for him.
0: Jimmy, let me ask you this. You talk so often about how storylines are important, and then we talk an awful lot about how we see too many repeat matches. Do you think there is a scenario that we cut 10 to 12 minutes of all of this repeat stuff we tend to get all the time, and we could work in an extra storyline for somebody or a couple of people or two to three? I mean, is there a little more TV time that some of these guys could be getting worked? Because that is the weird thing about this business, right? We have to understand there's so many facets, right? There's creative and you need to be good at your job at acting like a fake wrestler, but somebody has to tell you whether you're going to win or lose, but you have to do something right in the first place for them to get you to want to win or lose, but then you need to get the crowd behind you, but then you have to be put out. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's a weird, weird cycle and it's tough to navigate
2: all of it. There's a lot going on there. And one thing you can do is maybe cut down your video packages by, 20, 30 seconds each, you know, you do that right there, you've got three, four minutes and some of the matches last three or four minutes. So you can, you can do that. Uh, you can take some of those talking segments down a little bit. Let's get to the point quicker, move on from that, and you can add a little bit more storyline in it. It's interesting because there are two different factions. There are the factions that I don't care about the wrestling, I want the storylines, and there's the, oh, I really want the 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 wrestling. I tend to go more towards uh, you know a middle, but up more towards the wrestling. I like to see wrestling and my wrestling shows, especially in the live audience, and that's a huge thing. Ziggler would always be someone who could get the audience going. You know, he really was. And by the way, he was an NXT champion this year, Chris, just for the
0: record, NXT champion.
1: Yeah, a lot of people watch that, huh?
0: Wow, look at Chris just breaking bad from the beginning of the podcast, Jimmy. We're going to be in for it tonight. All right,
2: so um, John Cena is going to be wrestling at Fastlane, and I think that is awesome that we see John Cena in 2023 in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, wrestling a handicap match maybe against the bloodline, um, with Jimmy and a solo, but there was something that was supposed to happen on Friday, but that little devil, she came back. Gentlemen, that little devil COVID just kind of crept in and just messed up all of our dreams. Yeah. Because it is heavily rumored that LA night was supposed to come out and help John Cena last Friday to set up a tag team match, uh, he would be the partner of John Cena at Fastlane. And
0: that is awesome. I would definitely take LA Knight and John Cena wrestling as a tag team at Fastlane because as of right now, I am a little underwhelmed for the card at the October 7th pay-per-view. I'm a little underwhelmed by the last two wrestling shows that were on our TV screen, but I suppose we will be getting to that as we move on. But yeah, yeah, you give me L.A. Night at the end of that SmackDown. It might not have been the big snoozer that I'm going to call it here in a minute.
1: Uh
2: yes. So there's a lot of different things we can go on uh, to here. Let's talk about let's talk about SmackDown. Well, actually, first of all, uh, cuts. Still, you know, whenever whenever uh, companies merge, you hear the word efficiencies, and efficiency means we're going to get rid of a lot of people, and they did about a hundred people lost their jobs, a lot from the WWE side, of course, because they essentially got taken over. It's a partnership. I get it. Uh, Matt Riddle also out. Uh, he's had a had a tough week, um, a tough couple of months actually as well. Uh he's someone that I can definitely see going either to a New Japan, maybe an AEW. I you know, I don't know. Um AEW has a lot of wrestlers. Rod AEW is another uh, wrestling company in the United States, but anyway. Uh thank you. They have a lot of wrestlers, a lot, and they're not using them. And while Riddle probably would still be in the upper echelon of that group, do you really want to bring somebody in when you just got rid of somebody who
0: is um, uh, kind of a a pain in the locker room? This is The Riddle situation has always been weird for me, and I'll use weird in quotations there because I can't pull a better word at the moment. I've always known that there were some bad things bubbling under the surface with Riddle, but... I've never dove into reading any of them, right? Because who really knows, right? One person is going to say a rumor. One person is going to say this, that, and the other. So I've never dove too much into what exactly is going on or through But I always knew that things weren't great. But even while things weren't great behind the scenes, the man still gets a reaction from a crowd. And he still is a charismatic performer on screen. So I, like you, Jimmy, think he might have a career somewhere, but. I'm not so sure that AEW is it. So, yeah, I don't know much about New Japan, but if you say he would work there, I'll agree with you because you know what you're talking about.
2: Chris does not like conspiracy theories either, um, so I'm, I'm glad that we don't have to talk about those very much. But uh, Matt Riddle, your thoughts on Riddle. Did you uh,
1: like him, ever buy him at all? I enjoyed him. Um, I wasn't ever really ever sold on him being a bigger attraction or really fighting for a title. I did enjoy some of the work he did uh, with Kevin and Sammy. I mean, he was definitely some comedic relief uh, for Kevin's character. Um, But I mean, I get it. Like how much of a headache can you put up when you're making cuts? You know, if he is moving merchandise or, or for example, you don't get offered refunds because he doesn't show up to a SmackDown. Whereas, They are offering refunds for people because LA Knight wasn't on SmackDown. So that tells me that he's not valued as much as other guys. And so that would be an obvious type of person to cut if if I was in charge of the WWE, a headache outside of the ring and a guy that's not moving the needle as much as others.
2: Uh, I think the LA night thing might've been like a fan, but, um, still you do bring a good point there. Cause people don't go to a show to see Matt Riddle necessarily right now. They, now they did, you know, if you listen to our promo every now and then the Randy, Randy, but they were che chanting Randy, Randy for the, for sure. Uh, someone who didn't get cut and got signed Jade cargo. We mentioned it a little bit. Jade cargo officially signed with WWE in a multi-year contract expect her to come into, um, the, uh expect her to come into the main roster, I think, first. I don't think she's going to go to NXT. Uh, please, uh, please, please, please YouTube some Jade Cargill. There are some moves and some strength that, unbelievable. Can't wait to have her come in. I know we hit on that last week.
0: Um, but let's go
2: to SmackDown, Rod. You said you really enjoyed the show this week.
0: Fell asleep numerous times during SmackDown this week. Numerous times I fell asleep. I try my hardest on Fridays to not be falling asleep. I look forward to Fridays <laughs> on on days at the post office because they're usually worse for me, right? Nobody works on Fridays, it seems, anymore. So I'm dealing with all of the public out in the masses on Fridays. I want to get home to watch SmackDown, and I was snoozing, 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 snoozing big time. I don't know, man. I just, it's going to be a letdown the week after The Rock shows up on SmackDown. I understand that, but I still just felt like, what am I supposed to be grabbing onto right now, Jimmy, as we head to a premium live event less than two weeks from right now? So that's a huge thing because
2: you're really not buying the Cena in the bloodline angle minus Roman Reigns.
0: Uh, no, because as much as I love John Cena, as much as I agree with you, it's awesome that in 2023, I'm going to an event in Indianapolis and John Cena will be there and his song gets a hit and I get a pop like everybody that I've seen on YouTube videos before. That's great. But I continue to think of how bad the Austin Theory John Cena match was at WrestleMania. And so, I mean, depending on who they throw in there for me, how soon is LA Knights COVID going to wrap up? I mean, I don't know. I just, I also continue to be left a little bit cold by the somewhat reunification of the bloodline i don't even know exactly what's going on there so no i'm I'm not buying the storyline right now yeah chris that's so weird isn't it
1: yeah yeah i don't know what they're trying to do
2: waste time until survivor i i
1: guess um but i don't see I don't see a scenario where John Cena and whoever may or may not be his partner doesn't get over on this match. I don't think there's a way that you let solo and Jimmy win. So I don't know. I'm just ready for Roman to lose his belts. And then I can stop worrying about the bloodline altogether.
0: Roman hasn't even been on TV in weeks and Chris is still thinking Roman's going to lose the belt sometime soon. God, I love
2: him. Well, I think he's supposed to be on this week, so maybe he'll just yell and scream, and maybe he'll get uh, L.A. Knight to say "yeah" in his face. Hopefully, that works. The LWO Ray Mysterio and Santos Escobar defeated the Street Profits via pinfall. Really good push for the Street Profits here. I'm not, but I listen. I I want Santos Escobar to succeed. I do. I just don't care about he and Ray at all. Um, I, just get the belt off of Ray. Don't put it on Santos either. It should be LA Knight's
0: belt or somebody else that we care about. I, I, I'm i not buying it, Rod. Jimmy, the, Santos and Ray are just completely an afterthought here. And it's sad that that's the, what we're saying about them. But here's the question I need to be asked about this feud. What's the matter with Bobby Lashley, Jimmy? Is he going to wrestle again? Is he a manager? Because I think Bobby Lashley looks great in sunglasses in a suit. But I don't necessarily know that he's wonderful behind the microphone. So he is destined for a future of only being a talking piece for somebody. I don't know how well that serves for the almighty. Yeah.
2: I. Bobby Lashley's entire WWE career just needs to be looked at and just what's going on. They've just messed him up and not used him to the fullest. When he was a champ, they did a good job with him. They did. Uh, But generally speaking though, that's like six months out of a very, very long career. Uh, Chris King Women's Championship EO Sky defeated Asuka via pinfall. Obviously, Charlotte Flair and Bailey were involved in this match. Uh, are you buying the EO Sky as champion still?
1: That's hard for me to do. I will say it was a good match. I was impressed. Um, I mean, it was one of the few non-tag team matches from SmackDown, but uh, okay. it was. It was. I was enthralled the whole time. I mean, they definitely put on a show. It's hard for me to see Eosky as a champion, though. I'm, I'm I know she had Money in the Bank, and you got to put the belt on her, but I mean, I would have thought she would have lost it already. I thought it was going to be a shorter run than this.
0: This is only like her first match. This is only like her second title defense. How in the world is she going to
1: lose it? They don't ever fight anybody. I mean, that's that's. Realistically, that's one more match than I thought she would have it. I didn't think she'd be wow. able to retain it on her first on her first defense.
0: No, she's fine. EOS Sky's fine. Asuka's fine. There's no chance that you guys were going to come on here and break bad about an Asuka match, okay? But we still nope. need to continue to wonder about the women's division, Jim. All right, we just have to. We have Nia Jax back doing whatever it is that Nia Jax is doing. Hurting people. You know, I mean, we got Becky Lynch, who's the NXT champion. So mm-hmm. we're going to have Tiffany Stratton being around a little bit more, perhaps. I don't really know what's going on there. Bianca is going to have to make a triumphant return at some point. I mean, I still have no idea what's going on in the women's division, Jim.
2: Well, I think right now we are we have a glut of talent, which is really nice. The cha- we only have the two belts on, on each, so so that that splits the roster in half. There, uh, we don't really have tag team champions, even though we have tag team champions, but we don't have tag team champions. Um, I would, I think this really needs to build up. I want to see a lot more mixing in of the of the women just like with the men you see the same thing over and over again it seems like this EO, oscar charlotte thing has just been going on and on and on let's get a little bit of new blood in there uh it would be nice it would be nice to see something a little different and i just don't think we're gonna get that here until this at least after Fastlane.
0: i had this thought jimmy we've mentioned before that we need a secondary title for the women right not just the tag team belts could yes. we keep the NXT title up on the main roster for a little bit and maybe try to elevate that a tad since it's sitting on one of the biggest stars in the company right now?
2: So we don't necessarily have it as a secondary title. It's just the third women's championship that we have, but a different title for people to go after. Uh, not a bad idea. It gets, it gets more people's eyes, obviously, on NXT. It's worked. I mean, it's working with Becky Lynch uh, and obviously Dominic as well. And we'll talk about him here in a little bit. I think that the more that you can put that belt over, the better because we do need an NXT person to eventually beat Becky. And that's going to make a a really big splash if they continue to do it. So, yes, I think that's a, that's a good idea. Um, pretty deadly coming back, buddy.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. I was
2: so excited. I was excited. Chris doesn't care. I love that. Uh, raw had a couple of, um, interesting matches here we had the one I think I want to talk about is Dragon Lee and Dominic what a great showing for Dragon Lee Uh, he is someone who came in both AEW wanted him very badly Uh, Dragon Lee needs to be on the main roster right now and he needs to um, he's probably going to tag with Rey Mysterio if he does Uh, but I think he needs to be on the main roster right now he is that good and and Dominic (coughs) Dominic did a great job too
0: that kid can wrestle, Chris, man. That kid can wrestle. That's the thing that I think we forget about with Dominic and all the heat that he gets when he gets booed, picking up the microphone and the, you know, Rhea's valet, so to speak, right? That kid can wrestle. Sure. He's been around wrestling his whole entire life. You know what I mean? He's got one of the all-time greats working with him. You know what I mean? His dad, you know?
1: Well, he did. They're feuding. They're
0: strange Yeah. 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 So, but I here's just, the thing, I, Jim. Let's bring Dragon I, Lee up right now. Let's have him tag with Rey Mysterio one time and let's have him break bad against Rey. Boom. Instant heat as a bad guy chumping Rey Mysterio. Come on. So the
2: LWO stays intact, but Rey Mysterio isn't a part of it. Absolutely. Judgment Day style. I like it because you have Santos, you have Dragon Lee, and you have the other two guys. Uh, so those two guys can get beaten. Santos is your main kind of guy. Dragon Lee's your secondary guy. Okay. I, I see that. I see that. We have a last man standing match at the pay-per-view, mostly because I don't think they have any other matches for the pay-per-view. Uh, the good news is Chris King every WWE last man standing match turns out to be a fantastic match. And if you get Nakamura motivated and Seth Rollins waking up that day, it's going to be a good match, Chris.
1: Yeah, no, I'm listen. I'm jealous of you guys because you get to go to fast lane. See this live. It's going to be a phenomenal match. Uh, This is exactly kind of what I was hoping the first match would be is a little bit more of a, of a, hardcore style match if we're going to have the king of strong style and the human energizer bunny that is Rollins, that just keeps going it should be a great fucking match
2: he's a visionary look at you putting the explicit lyrics on again i like it He's a
0: visionary. He's a revolutionary. He's not an energizer bunny. All right. He's not a little toy that people can play with up in their playrooms. All right. He is the damn heavyweight champion of the WWE. And you will show him some respect. See, Rod was so angry. he Couldn't even
2: talk there. Do you think. So Rollins beats Nakamura here, right? We, we, I mean, he beats Nakamura.
0: I, you know, I'd love to see the belt on shin. I can't believe I that would. I'm saying it and I, I really can't believe would. that I just said shin cause you hate that, but I would oh, love. To see I, the believe me, Shinsuke. it was noted. You're going to get bleeped for that one. I would love to see the belt on Shinsuke. I think it would be cool. I really do. I think it would be cool to throw a little, a little curveball at everybody. Right. Seth's been sitting on this title since they created it. Bam. All of a sudden you get a, a, a title switch that nobody saw coming. I think it'd be good. I think it'd be good for Shinsuke. I think it'd be good for heat you know we need a little bit more pop on Monday night that isn't just hey here's Cody Rhodes in a suit hey here's Seth Rollins wearing something crazy we we need something else on Monday night that brings about pops and perhaps that Shinsuke with the belt
1: yeah i, I think broke, we need I, broke you. I think we need a belt change besides just the us title on the men's side i mean there really hasn't been one uh at all so let's see a major <laughs> belt change hands for once and i think Shinsuke would be a great guy to to take that title on.
2: There have been some rumors also that replacing AJ Styles at the match uh, at Fastlane might be The Rock. And I will tell you this right now. It ain't going to be The Rock. I'm sorry. Rock isn't going to come back to Fastlane.
0: I like the opportunity, though, that's being given to us right now with the little bit of side story that's being told with the OC, right? Where, yeah, what's I can't Luke Gallows? I can know Luke Gallows is the hurt one, right?
2: Yes. And And either way, Anderson,
0: there you go. One of the the OC guys, either way, (laughs) telling AJ to stop messing with the bloodline. And every time he does mess with the bloodline, he gets beat up, right? And then Mia Yim kind of like there's, you could tell a story with the OC that all of a sudden I now want to know about. And for months, I couldn't give a crap about what was going on with the OC. Yeah, I tell you, AJ Styles, another one. Just, would you just give the man a title? I don't
2: even care what it is. Some other uh, predictions for Fastlane. We'll know a lot more by the time we record next week. Then we'll do our predictions there. But some predictions for matches. Uh, your boy, Drew McIntyre, Chris King. I love it because guess what? He's a bad guy, but he thinks he's right. And he kind of is right on everything he's saying.
1: Yeah, I don't know why you keep thinking he's a bad guy. I mean, he is doing nothing but standing up for what he believes in. I mean... what a bad guy would think. You listen, he is not wrong. I mean, listen, Jey Uso has three years of crap that he's perpetrated on the WWE, and now after just a couple of weeks, everyone's supposed to forget and forgive like nothing ever happened. He's got to be put in his place a little bit. I'm no fan of Jey Uso. He, he has perpetrated these types of beatdowns that he got uh, last week on numerous, numerous WWE superstars. And now all of a sudden, Drew's a coward because he didn't help out Jay or or because he just went ahead and let Ibar beat up on the new day who came out and, 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 and tried to humiliate him by calling him small and limp in front of a live audience no these people are getting what they deserve they made their bed now they have to lie down in it
0: wait a minute okay hold on real quick when people say these things about the Miz in the middle of the ring do you get nearly as agitated about people saying these things about the ms as you seem to be about people saying these things about drew mcintyre let's go ahead and just start there all right so that's already proving your bias
1: here drew said it best shut up Miz. all right who cares what Miz has to say He's not I all. love the I love the New Day
0: right that they continue to basically just be like that totem in the WWE that like if you attack the New Day you're supposed to be a bad guy right like that's how we all know that the Viking Raiders are bad guys because they constantly beat up on the New Day and now we know that Drew McIntyre is going to be a bad guy because he turns his back on the New Day and Chris I love the point that you made about Drew here he said he did nothing and then he said a whole bunch of other nonsense that didn't matter what people need to focus in on the uh, is he did nothing. That's why Drew's a bad guy. Drew is just coming out and allowing people to get attacked, okay? If you were just sitting here on this podcast and Jimmy happened to be in the same room as you and somebody started beating the crap out of Jimmy and you just walked away from him, I'd think you were a dick. I'm sorry. And if the vice versa were flipped around, you'd think the same thing
1: about me, but because Drew's your boy, you're making all these excuses for him. The previous three years, Jimmy didn't beat the crap out of me every chance he got or jump me from behind every chance he got. There's no history right there like there is with Drew and the Bloodline and Jay Uso, all right? That's three years of jumping, cheating, doing backhanded stuff against the whole WWE roster, not just Drew. And now... Drew's the only one willing to stand up for it, but he's the coward. He's the bad guy. No, all these other people are the hypocrites and the cowards because they're not standing up for it.
2: Yeah, more old man jokes, huh, Jimmy? See you later. Uh, (laughs) The bad guy, Drew McIntyre, may face Cody Rhodes at Fastlane. And, hey, Chris, if this gets Drew McIntyre and Cody Rhodes in the ring, you want him to be a bad guy because this is going to be an epic match. I would love that.
1: That would be a great match.
0: If only somebody on this podcast, Chris, told you that your boy being a bad guy would get in better matches. If only somebody on this podcast told you that. Listen back to past episodes, Chris. Clean your ears out. Listen back to past episodes and you'll hear me telling you that exact thing. We also
2: have maybe Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. I think it might be a little early for that at Fastlane. Um, and, you know, Rhea Ripley still recovering from the Yokozuna bomb that Nia Jax gave her. But that's something that has been rumored. Uh, we will get Gunther against Tomasa Ciampa. Oh, Ciampa, if you will. And that'll be a good. That will be, Chris, again,
0: very solid wrestling match there, I think, Rod. I love that we're getting Champa up there doing things, right? He, again, is a breath of fresh air. Now, I don't know that you would describe the character Champa's playing as fresh air, but he's a breath of fresh air on the show because he's really the only kind of guy that's in the lane that he's portraying right now, right? We don't have really that, like, I'm just a badass. I just don't care about any of this. I also know that I'm not really important to anybody, but that doesn't matter to me. I'm still just going to go out there and beat ass. I dig the area that Ciampa exists right now. I don't believe he's going to take down Daring General. I don't think that's going to happen for him. But the fact that he's in a match with Dagunter is going to be good things for Ciampa moving forward. Maybe great things for Jimmy's wet dream DIY coming back. Let's check go. My guys, my guys, pretty deadly DIY tag team champions by WrestleMania. Jimmy, let's go.
2: And with that, you've been listening to the Yeah, We Know podcast, part of the More You Knows podcast network. You're in the ring with Jimmy, Chris, and Rod.
1: Goodbye, Net. Yeah.